Welcome to the Something to Think About podcast, where we take a closer look at what the Bible says about common questions. I am Andre Palmer. All right, welcome again as we continue our look on working for Christ. So we're looking on team building, building out the vision for your life, and what is it that you need to do in order to to grow and work for Christ in a very productive way. Last week, we looked on the divided team versus the united team and the result of when the team is united versus when the team is divided. We said that a united team has strong leadership, productive members and supportive members. We also said that a divided team has weak leadership, unproductive members and unsupportive members. When a team is united, it grows it builds the, builds the team in love and it fits together perfectly. While a divided team cannot grow, becomes divided and tear itself down. Our core scripture comes from Romans 12, 4 and 5. And we'll continue to look on this scripture this week. Our bodies have many parts, but these parts don't all do the same thing. In the same way, even though we are many individuals, Christ makes us one body and individuals who are connected to each other. So what we want to look at now this week is the mindset and the language of persons who are a team player versus those persons who are selfish. And we want to examine those in a very different way. And there are four, four reasons and four, four different mindsets and there are four different language patterns that you can use to identify whether a person is a team player or not or even use to see if you are being a team player or not. And the first reason is that a team player serves the team, while a person who is selfish only think of themselves. Ephesians 4 verse 12, it says, their purpose is to prepare God's people to serve and to build the body of Christ. So we, we have been talking about that. The goal, the main goal is to serve the body of Christ, to serve the people who are you are looking to meet, that target group, that core group, that, that specific group that you want to meet, whether it is that you want to work with children, youth, adults, senior citizens, whether it is that it's in a specific area, those who are hospitalized, those who are shut in, the volatile persons, those who are unattached, those type of things. It doesn't matter. Your aim is to serve that core group when you are doing your work for Jesus Christ. Whether it is that you're working as part of your local church's team, or you're doing it as an individual ministry. And we looked on this last week that when you're doing work for Christ, you have to have a support system in place to ensure that you can be effective and productive. So when you're looking to, as a, the mindset of a team player, is that your only focus is to build others, not yourself. While the person who is thinking selfish, they're only thinking about themselves. And as a scripture in Ephesians 4.12, their purpose is to, to build and prepare God's people. And that's the next reason, that your aim is to build the team. And the, next, the, the selfish person, their goal is to divide the team. They want persons on their side. They're not thinking about the goal and the mission. So, for example, you have started a soup kitchen to feed the homeless in your community. You're going to need several persons to work as part of that soup kitchen. One, you need somebody to actually cook the soup. You need somebody to prepare the food. You also need several persons to share 
And you also need somebody to manage the environment and the space where you're going to share the food. You need somebody to actually gather the homeless persons to come to the location where you are. And also, you need somebody to help to handle distribution, like sourcing the plates and the utensils to give to these persons when they're drinking the soup. And also, you need to manage that crowd and filter so that everything is done in a timely manner. So when you think about the vision of feeding the homeless or launching a soup kitchen, you realize that you need several persons in order to work, ensure that this works seamlessly. So to build the persons, you need somebody that can actually, the chef or the head, the head chef cooking the soup have to ensure that he works alongside the volunteers to ensure that the soup is done up to the standard. Next, the food has to come out in a timely manner. So that's where you need a kitchen a dining room manager where they filter and ensure that the communication between the kitchen and the serving staff is done in a very orderly way. And that the main aim is that at the end of the day, the homeless persons who come and drink the soup, they feel good about receiving this warm meal. And that you can now support this initiative by making it consistent as opposed to a one-off thing. So when you're thinking about it now, your goal and who you're serving is the homeless. And what you're doing now is you're giving them a warm meal. And the goal now to build the team in terms of you're encouraging team members to serve this core group. And also you want to ensure that the, you, the, the effort runs seamlessly. So from the first homeless person comes in, receive their soup and leaves, it runs in a very orderly way. So you can't have somebody now complaining or murmuring about that things are not running fast enough, some things do not working right. So you have to ensure that the moving parts are working seamlessly. So that's the reason why it's important that each team member serves and knows their role as part of this thing. The next thing is that the team member has to, to, to focus on the vision. So a united or a team player focus on the vision. While the, the selfish person ignores the vision, they ignore the vision. According to verse 4 of the same chapter, Ephesians 4 verse 4, there's one body and one spirit. In the same way, you were called to share one hope. So it's one vision. And that vision is to, like, for example, that we we're using earlier, is to feed the homeless. So you feeding the homeless now is the vision that you invited these members to become a part of the team. The person who ignores that purpose and that vision wants to do something else. So say for instance, the aim is to do a soup kitchen. So the only thing you're doing is soup. And the person now wants to ignore the soup kitchen idea and want to cook food instead. But when you're cooking meals, now it brings another whole different variables now. Because we have to think about the diet of the person. Suppose the person is a vegetarian and can't eat chicken. And yet still the only thing that the person wants to do is cook fried chicken, rice and peas and box that up with some vegetable. What if the person is vegetarian? What if the person don't eat chicken and can only eat fish? What if the person wants beef? So those are the things now that can even complicate the matter of your vision of the starting a soup kitchen for homeless persons within your community. So the selfish person only thinks about themselves and ignores the vision. And the last thing is that the team player supports others. While the selfish person stay by themselves. These persons probably may not even be a part of what you are doing. And as the scripture in Ephesians 4.4 4 says, we are all called 
to share one hope. So the vision is to build the body of Christ, and we all have one hope that in this doing this initiative, persons may see Christ through our actions. We want to move on now to even look on the language pattern of these persons. How is it that these persons talk or think? There are three, three distinct categories. The first one is that I am happy to suffer for you. And the selfish person would think that, you know, me not do it. Next one is that I'm doing this for the team. And the selfish person is that I'm doing this for me. And the last language pattern I want to look on is that I want to complete the work. While problems come, the selfish person thinks about, I am done with this. They, walk, they are quick to walk away from what the, the goal is when you're doing the work. Colossians 1.24 says, I'm happy to suffer for you now. In my body, I'm completing whatever remains in Christ's suffering. I'm doing this on behalf of his body, the church. So think about this when you're going about building and doing your work or rolling out your vision that you want to do for Christ, is that you, what you're doing is not on behalf of, your, of yourself, we are doing this on behalf of others. You're seeing and meeting the needs of those around you and that in that way, they can grow in the grace and knowledge of God. So as you go about your week this week, think about are you a team player or are you a selfish person? Are you serving the team? Are you building the team? Are you focusing on the vision? And are you supporting others while what you're doing? And how are you speaking about the thing that you're working, about, working on? Are you talking in such a way that you are committed to finishing? Or are you talking of stopping midway? That's it for me this week. God bless you and one love. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. I release a new episode of this podcast every Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you find this information useful, please share this episode with a friend. This podcast was also brought to you by RemlaMinistries.com, resources to help you on your Christian journey, study guides, counseling, and more. For more information, visit our website at www.remlaministries.com.